This is News Talk 980 CKNW. We are keeping a close eye on Hurricane Irma and how the storm is reaching and affecting the Florida Keys and parts of Florida. And we are checking in once again with Anthony Farnell, who is the chief meteorologist at Global News. Anthony, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Jill? Good, Anthony. Where are you and what's happening? Well, I am uh, in Tampa. We uh, have set up shop in a hotel right downtown. It's actually just outside of the mandatory evacuation zone. But uh, where I'm standing right now, I'm actually down uh, by the Hillsborough River, which uh, is still pretty low. There's a lot of other TV uh, news crews uh, beside me. They're all reporting live as well. And uh, what we're expecting is a storm surge from the Gulf of Mexico and from uh, the Tampa Bay area to come right up here and likely flood the Riverwalk and, and parts of uh, downtown, at least. All right. So, so where you are, and then can you explain a bit to what Irma is doing right now? Yeah, what we've seen uh, overnight, there's been some strengthening. It was a Category 3, now a minimal Category uh, 4 storm. So it's it's got still winds of 215 kilometers per hour. But what we're seeing is the system doesn't look nearly as, as organized on radar. What's happening, it's called wind shear, which is starting to slowly rip the storm apart. The problem is it's also about to make landfall. It made landfall uh, in the Florida Keys about an hour and a half ago as a Category 4. Now it's heading right for the Naples and Fort Myers area, and that really is the greatest concern as it weakens. It's such a big wind field. It will make a huge difference. A lot of the Gulf of Mexico has come up over land, and they're worried about a storm surge up to 15 feet for, for that area. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, how rare is that, or how strange is that to have a storm surge of that size? Well, in these areas that I mentioned, the southwest coast of uh, Florida, it has never happened. So this is kind of unprecedented. And same thing for here in the Tampa area. There hasn't been a major hurricane hit in almost 100 years, since 1922. So they don't really know what to expect. We're going to definitely see the winds, the orientation, because of the track of this storm. We're not expecting much more than seven or eight feet of water coming up into the bay here. But still, that's seven or eight feet of water over our heads and and waves on top of that. So it is uh, very concerning, and especially for some of these areas. Naples looks like the entire city could be underwater when that eye moves close, and that won't be until uh, late this afternoon. And when you talk about the storm surge as well, can you explain it in that when it hits, does it hit with the force of the wind behind it, or is it more gradual? Yeah, well, what's happening in Miami, as the eye is passing off to, to the west, there's just been for now almost 24 hours an onshore flow. So their storm surge is actually coming alongside the storm. What's going to happen here in Tampa and all the way up the west coast, the storm surge actually is going to occur after the eye passes. Right now, winds are blowing offshore, and that's actually blowing the water out. It's kind of an eerie feeling to see all the water disappearing out into the Gulf of Mexico. But once that eye passes, it sloshes right back in here, and that's when we're expecting by early Monday morning uh, the highest waters uh, and that storm surge that could be catastrophic in many areas. Uh, you mentioned there are other news crews uh, where you are uh, by, by the Hillsborough River. Uh, what about if you're moving around when you got there and that uh, have people left the area, or what about residents? Well, residents, for the most part, have left this area. This is a mandatory evacuation zone, and they were asked to leave earlier yesterday when that storm surge forecast started to go up. Uh, we're also still seeing people walking around, and, and it's not one of those things that uh, all of a sudden, out of the blue, you're going to get this surge of water and, and these hurricane-force gusts. It's, it's 
each wave of moisture, each outer band that comes in, conditions get a little bit worse. Of course, now's not the time to evacuate either because uh, there's really nowhere to go. Hotels are booked throughout the entire state and all the way up through Georgia because this is one of the biggest mass evacuations in, in U.S. history. So uh, people that are hunkered down, they've often been through other hurricanes. They're Floridians after all, and they're worried, but, but they're not overly worried because it no longer appears that this is a Category 5 threat as it, as it makes landfall. And and I suppose that's the one bit of good news, that it did weaken a bit as it gets closer and closer to land. Yeah, and uh, what's good news for Florida ended up being very bad news for Cuba, and we don't want to forget about that. This uh, storm basically raked along the coastline of Cuba for almost 24 hours. Cayacoco, there's still not a lot of images out of there. Veradero saw some of the eyewall as well. So these are, are very popular Canadian summer des- or winter destinations and also a lot of uh, poor people living there that uh, don't need a storm like this. So the system weakened because of land with Cuba, and I guess it's saving a bit of Florida at the same time. And how uh, will it continue to weaken as it goes, continues up the path uh, through Florida? Yeah, and it's going to weaken actually much quicker than a normal hurricane would that's still half over water. What's coming into the Gulf of Mexico right now is what we call a trough of low pressure, and it's got a lot of dry air and wind with it. And for hurricanes to maintain strong intensity, you need almost perfect conditions. You need very light winds up where the planes fly, way up in the atmosphere, so that it can be ventilated, the system and the eye stays organized. We're not seeing that right now. But because it's such a massive wind field, the difference is it's obviously too late because all of that water is already on the move and it's already uh, on its way. And uh, are you worried at all, or have you talked to law enforcement, the fact that you and the other crews are, are still in that evacuation zone? Yeah, we're, we're not overly worried. We're in a solid concrete structure. We are a couple of blocks, as I mentioned, away from the river. We're here now reporting on it, but we are going to get back uh, as this eye approaches overnight tonight. And that's the scariest part is when these storms come through at night, you don't really know where the water is. You, you just hear this eerie wind out there uh, that's gusting what we're expecting about 180 kilometers per hour. And we have seen all of the hotels around here sandbagging and, and just taking care of, of the people that are staying here. Because after all, a lot of the people in our hotel and others are evacuees. And some of them have had to leave twice. They're from Miami. They had to move to maybe family in Naples. And then when the track changed, they moved to Tampa and, and now they're just kind of stuck here for the storm. Mm. And um, Anthony, sorry, before I let you go, you may have answered this. When when do you think the worst of it is going to hit the area where you are? Where I am, it's going to be, hurricane conditions are expected sometime just after dinner. Right now we're seeing some gusts, the tropical storm force, but the storm's still about 350 kilometers away. So the video of maybe you've been watching CNN or, or, or Global or something, you, you've seen these crazy shots of storm chasers out there in the Keys and, and Miami. Well, that's not here yet, but Overnight tonight, the eye should pass directly overhead, if not very close, somewhere around midnight or, or 2 a.m. So we're going to be up. We'll be uh, on Facebook, Instagram at Anthony Farnell, and, of course, at globalnews.ca, bringing, bringing people the latest as the storm moves in. And then, of course, tomorrow the, the tough work begins. Once the storm surge dissipates, people are going to want to get back home. They're already antsy all over the place, and uh, we'll just see what type of damage and what type of mass power outages there are across the state. All right. So we will continue following you and getting the latest from you. Anthony, thank you so much. Appreciate your time again. Thanks a lot. Take care. Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980.
WCKNW.